All the Time podcast. I am Katie. This is my co-host, Tracy. And we are here to drink some tea and talk about Tamara Pierce. So, Tracy, just to start off, how did you find Tamara Pierce? The best way anyone could find Tamara Pierce, and that was through my middle school librarian. <laughs> Librarians are the best. They are. Um, I be a librarian when I grow up. Right? Those are the best um, goals. <laughs> did you know if you go back to college after 55 in Texas, you can get uh, discounts on tuition? And that's how I'm going to do my library science degree. Like, Really? I'm going to be a librarian. I'm going to retire to be so a librarian. So you're telling me I could just keep going to school? Forever. I mean. That would be actually Forever. really nice. Um, but no, she, I was reading through the entire library and I'd gotten really tired of reading books about boys is kind of the way this broke down. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, she goes, you know, I think you'll really like this series. It's got a really strong character. There's animals in it. Like that's right up your alley. And so I picked it up and I was like, ah, like, okay, fine. I'll read it. And I was such a book snob. I did not like (laughs) books that had like old covers on them. I hated hand-drawn covers or like, you know, like drawn covers. I was like, if it doesn't have a picture, it's not good enough for me. Such a snob. And I was like, I'll give it a shot because I love my librarian. Like the mid-90s when we were transitioning to just the really pretty art and getting away from the 80s photo book cover. Yes. Photo of a rose. (laughs) Basically. And um, I loved them. And then I couldn't devour enough of them. And I got my sister, who my sister is 11 years older than me. So, I mean, she was... She was already out of college at this point. Um, I got her into them, which was kind of crazy. And so the first ones you read were? Um, Actually, newly discovered, the first Tamora Pierce books I read were The Circle of Magic. So I didn't realize that. I always thought the first ones were the Wild Magic books, the Dane series. And so they always held a special place. But then recently I was doing research for the podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's the, I was like, I didn't realize she wrote these. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, what's your story with them? I know. It's, yeah. You know. Okay. So I too was a book snob and I only read books that were either by girls or about girls, preferably by girls about girls, because I got bored when I was reading books that were by guys or about guys. <laughs> Um, or like by guys about guys. And so, I mean, I read, I was a late reader. So what's weird, like I teach English now, I read all the time, but I couldn't actually read till like second grade. And then, um, I went, like took off. And so I was reading a lot of historical fiction that was parental approved. So American girl books, dear America. And then we got to babysitters club and saddle club. And, um, This whole time, I'm like, I like fantasy books. And my parents are like, you're not becoming a witch. You can't read those. Um, So I get lectured if I brought home too many fantasy books. And then moved to fifth grade in the school system I was in. We went from an elementary, like little elementary, to a giant intermediate. And it was basically the worst year of my academic career. And I have a master's degree, so there's been some tough years. Um, But fifth grade was terrible. And my best friend from my previous school, we ran into each other in the library and she's like, hey, I found these books. They're really good. There's some magic, but it's not too much. I think your parents will be okay with it. And those were the Alana books. And so I read Alana in fifth grade. We moved to a small district when I was in sixth and they had wild magic on the shelf. And then I was hooked and just anything I could find. I started asking for them for Christmas. Around this time, we got my parents to read Harry Potter and admit that you don't actually turn into a demon-worshipping entity of evil if you read fantasy books. And uh, they lightened up a lot, so I was able to bring these home. 
and I really think they've they've been instrumental in kind of shaping my character and who I am which is actually kind of my next question so what have these books meant to you um well these books and especially again I started with the Dane series so the Dane series more than any of the others I have read I actually literally read my copies so much I this is really sad I had to throw them away because they were just falling apart she's got mine over there Obviously, yeah. I'm gonna have to tape that one up by the time I get back. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be careful. I'm like not spreading the pages apart too far and stuff like that. Like I'm genuinely trying to be careful. <clears> they with were it. they were basically read to tatters when I gave it to you. <laughs> I'm on the ebook version here, so we both have a copy. Yeah. So, um, but the like I said, the Dane series, and I've always had a love for animals. Like I was a kid that grew up on Steve Irwin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the rest in peace. Right. Oh my with gosh. With the wallabies. Um, I. The way that Dane interacted with nature is something that I kind of emulated, but on top of that, and it's something that I hope we're able to get into, is the way Numera talks about education. How he said you need education to kind of organize your mind and stuff like that. And it really, it helped me just like absorb knowledge. Like to think that everything I'm studying, everything that I'm learning, whether I find it useful or not right then was helping me organize and make my brain better so that I could do more things and that I could develop more things. And then I tried to take that information and then the information, you know, in the way that Dane acted around animals and how she treated them like people and take that into, you know, the way, and I, I work with a lot of animals, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like too many. Including and, your boss. Yeah, including my boss. No, he um, but it's it's helped me because um, sometimes, well, I mean, with people, you got to kind of treat them like animals and be like, OK, hey, I know like things you're skittish and take that kind of timid nature. And that's and this is a sidetrack. But that's one of the things that I love about the um, new Harry Potter movies that I forgot the name of. Newt Scamander. Yeah, Newt Scamander. Um, you, if you watch him and the way he actually interacts with the animals, he acts timid and submissive and lets the animal feel at ease. Uh, which is something not a lot of people pick up on in those movies. And so that's the Dane series specifically had a huge influence on me. And then after that, you get Alana with just how powerful and then the struggle she went through and then Kel. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Yamani stone thing. Mm-hmm. I use that all the time to control my emotions. I'm Be a stone. very emotional human. Let I'm it roll off like water. Not always do a good job <laughs> handling those emotions. So Kel has been an emotional education, really. All right, so coming back to the idea of kind of what does Tammy mean to you, um, like I said, these books were really, really instrumental for shaping me and a lot of really great character education. I read the Alana books first, and I think there is a level of tenacity there, and and we call it in modern education, grit. (laughs) Buzzwords. It means perseverance, but it's easier to tell a kid to have grit than to persevere. But I like Perseverance better. It makes me think of Percival and Knights of the Round Table. Anyway, that, that um, you really see with Alana, like, we'll get into that more later. Um, but all of, all of Tammy's characters really do show this grit, this moving forward through hard stuff. Um, and they do so with character. You know, they're not, like, stabbing people in the back and just trying to get ahead. Like, they're trying to do the next right thing mm-hmm. to steal a line from a recent popular movie. <laughs> um yeah, but these books have been homecoming for me. Like, I've been reading them since fifth grade. They were there for me through a move. Um, the first friends I had were friends that were reading these books as well. They were there for me through college. Tammy kept publishing new stuff. Tracy's taking my pen so I don't click it on accident. Yeah, if you hear clicking, that's that's definitely from uh, your other host. <laughs> OCD slightly, yeah. 
maybe ADHD. I don't know. I'm not diagnosed with anything, but that's only a matter of time. Um, we can cut all this. <laughs> um, so these books were definitely homecoming for me, though. I read them in college. Uh, when I went overseas for my internship and I was getting homesick, these were the books that I packed. These were the books that I read. Uh, I've read them so many times. My copies are frankly falling apart. I can read them and walk at the same time. Done that definitely to get in some exercise. Well, and these are actually, these are the books how we really became friends. Mm -hmm. Because, um, so I know that you, like, there was already a friend group established when I kind of popped in. And then I was hilarious because you had just moved into this house. Yeah. And um, came over for the holidays. And we just started talking. We both found out we were avid readers. And I had come in with, like, one of our other friends. And then we were talking, and I was like, oh, you have to read this series. And she goes, wait, is it this series? Is it the Tamora Pierce series? <laughs> this giant shelf in my living room full of Tamara Pierce books. Yeah, and so we, um, like, we really bonded over that. And it was something that we kept talking about and kept talking about. And I think that's that's the beauty of Tamora Pierce. And really, with everything that she has, is it's something that you can bond over and talk about. And there's always new lessons to be learned. Mm-hmm. You know, even I'm taking, I'm reading these in a lot slower of a manner this time, because mm-hmm. I'm a speed reader and I'm definitely picking out different things that I haven't noticed before, especially when it comes to, I mean, right now we're on Dane, but especially when it comes to these characters, um, that I was like, dang, like this was, wait, she really said that. <laughs> right, right. Oh, ah, I was going to say something and then I completely forgot. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It was good stuff. Uh, Tim repairs, connecting. Oh, I like that it's so positive too. Like, I'm a pretty sensitive human. I cannot read or watch anything that is too much like real life and dark, scary stuff. Criminal Minds, nightmares for weeks. Friend told me about Poltergeist in second, not second grade. A friend told me about Poltergeist in fifth grade and I did not sleep for two weeks straight. It was bad. Um, so I can't do anything that's like too scary, too jumpy, or like, this is the depths of human depravity. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Poe. Like, brilliant writer. Subject matter, not so much. Um, but I love that Tamara Pierce is showing the good in people. And, like, yes, there's bad in the world, but it can be pushed back. There's always people there that are willing to fight for what's good and what's right. Um, oh, I saw a quote about this, but we'll, we'll come up on it soon. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about our goals with this podcast. Um, for me, it's something I really want something that's going to connect the community together more. I mean, like I looked and like, there really isn't anything that does a kind of in-depth discussion about Tamora Pierce. And it's like, why are we limiting this to just like, oh, hey, we're meeting with our friends. Like, let's, let's bring in more people. Let's have more questions asked. Let's get more detail on the history that she's, or Mm -hmm. quote unquote history, that time period that she's actually writing about. So, I mean, that's one of my big goals with it. Yeah, I definitely... Pretty much everyone I've given Tamara Pierce to has liked it. I've met a few people that were like, oh, she really wasn't for me. Her writing was a little immature. And I'm like, well, did you read the Circle books first? Because she was very young when she first wrote those. Um, I love that her writing has has matured and changed as she's written, too. Like, you can see the progression of her style. Not that I don't love the Alana books, the first ones from when she was just out of college. Um, But, man, Tempest and Slaughter. Guys, I'm dying waiting for the next one. It is so good. I've already read it twice. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta get there. I'm. Those are the books I'm gonna wait, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read them brand new with anybody else For that you joins guys us. Yeah. On the so, oh. which yeah. I was actually I was in the middle of a reread when we decided to do this, so I had to stop the reread and go back to the Dane series. I took the Cal books back. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love Cal. 
All right. Um, yeah, so we wanted to create a space where we could talk about these books, about this author, the impact she's had on us. We want to hear from y'all. So we are going to have space on our social media and our website. And um, we want to hear your thoughts, your questions. What did you notice when you were rereading? Um, hopefully we can have some call-in time, some time when we address issues that you bring up. Um, and we want to keep it really positive because, like I said, we love Tamara Pierce. She's been a really, really positive influence. And I mean, if we see problematic stuff, we'll say, hey, that's kind of problematic. Yeah. We're um, not going to ignore plot holes. If there's a plot hole, you got to point <laughs> out the plot hole. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a big thing. But it's it's I think if you can't laugh at something you love, then you don't truly love it. Like, that's a big deal. True. Um, so and I mean, one thing and I will say I'll add on to what I said, I really want to have guests like that's the yes. big deal is I want to talk to people that know what's going on. Um, about all of this, whether they're they're actual knights that still you know run around today and do all of that, and or if they're you know falconers or whatever we're gonna get into, like I am so excited to talk to people that can relate to these characters that she has. So yeah, so a uh, little more about us. We're both nerds, in case you missed that, um, and we're a little geeky too. We got both sides of the academic and the really going deep with our <laughs> fandoms. Um, we're Renfair. Not, I don't think we're like Rennies, Rennies, but we're definitely Renfair denizens. Oh, we go to the Renfair enough that people recognize us. We've worked a few. Worked a yeah. few. We don't, I haven't been to any out-of-state Renfairs yet, but, you know, mm-hmm. life goals. Um, we both have been to, like, Different Con, conventions, yeah. Leaky Con. Leaky Con, Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to cosplay got some great Ren garb. We'll get some cool picks up. I'm thinking of who I need to cosplay. I think as characters go, I look the most like Triss. So if anyone's got ideas on how to make chime, chime in. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but traveling in this world, we have met quite a few craftspeople. So we know blacksmiths and coopers and a couple of knights. Yeah, I was like, like that's actually through and... random happenstance. That's the best part on okay, that Okay, so the, the my knight friend, she's, <laughs> she's, she's doing the whole sword sister thing. Um, I met her doing the play Emma. <laughs> <laughs> she was Mrs. Uh, oh, what's the snob? Mrs. Elton? That's her name. I, uh, she'll, she'll be on. We'll talk about her there. Yeah. She played the really snobby lady, and it was hilarious. And then we did Singing in the Rain together, and she was Lena. <laughs> So she talked like this the whole time. It was really annoying. Mutual, I'm sure. Um, and then she was a Little Mermaid with our, our theater group, too, and she was flotsam. <laughs> a flotsam and jetsam. So, uh, but she's actually a really, really kind and lovely human, but she's just also a great villain. Uh, so we know people, Tracy here has a horse. Mm-hmm childhood dreams right there yeah i um i i have a horse i know how to do traditional archery i don't shoot a re or i shoot recurve so it's not as traditional but i shoot a recurve i don't shoot compound and then um i own lots of goats and i actually i own one horse i take care of a lot of horses (laughs) so um and these books were a big influence in that like i mean i i grew up on western so like having a horse was always something i wanted but like these especially the way Dane interacts with Cloud. I'm like, I want this. Like, I need this. And it's, we'll talk about it when we get through the books because I definitely have a lot of stories, so. Yeah, so that's just kind of a little bit about us, um, mm-hmm. how we have loved this world and as adults pursued this kind of fantasy medieval world as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband's a historian and a political scientist. 
And so we like to bring in his perspective. I'm personally a mythologist. 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 There you go. Mythologist. I study myth and fairies, and occasionally I write about them and get grades. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I teach high school English, so I can bring in that perspective as well. I I read a lot of YA. I don't know. um, I've heard people say they feel like they've outgrown it, and the YA style is really not for them. What do you think about that? I think I... I think that's silly. Like, I think in some aspects, you do get a lot of the same YA books, Girl Meets Boy, Boy Fall, or Girl Meets Boy, Girl Fall in Love with Boy, and they end up living happily ever after, after some shenanigans happen. But then at the same time, you end up getting YA like Tamora Pierce, or even Harry Potter, where it's like the romance isn't necessarily the thing that's going on. Um, To a certain point, I think, is Lord of the Rings considered YA? No, No, just The Hobbit. Just The Hobbit. But even then, with The Hobbit... Like, Dude, the main character is like 58. Yeah, and and I mean, for, for somebody to say it's like, no, I've outgrown The Hobbit. It's like, what? <laughs> well, can you really outgrow Harry Potter? Like, we grew up with Harry. Yeah. And in the same way, like, my coming of age was so influenced by Tamara Pierce. And even now when I go back, I see, you know, these characters are younger than I am now. I'm getting close to 30. But they're still, like, some of their internal struggles are the same. And the beautiful thing about fiction is people go through stuff at whatever random age it hits them. And we're all people. So I feel like YA is just the story of people. Mm-hmm. Now, as a high school teacher, I will tell you, sometimes teenagers are the most self-obsessed humans on the planet. Accurate. <laughs> but, so we do see that in YA. Often it's like, why didn't you just call the nearest adult? Um, good YA writing explains why that doesn't work. And I feel like Tamara Pierce does a good job of situating her characters as Either the adults, for whatever reason, the adults are unavailable, and she explains why, or they are part of the adults. Like, mm-hmm. by the second book, people are like, Psh, Dane, this child's 15, and Numera's like, dude, no, listen to her. Yeah. She is wise beyond her years. Um, so, like, mm-hmm. yes, they were part of YA. Tammy helped establish YA as a genre, so she's a hero for that. Um, but they're so, there's so much of just... It's people. It's people mm-hmm. doing people stuff. And and I love when John says, you know, they ask him why he wants to be the voice of the tribes. And he says, because I want to know the why of men and women. And I feel like that's what writers do. They explain the why. Mm-hmm. And they put words to all these feelings and these thoughts that we don't have words for. And that's something Tammy's done for us. And we really appreciate that. So we want to celebrate that. And we want to hear how she's done that for you as well. Ultimately, our goal with this podcast, we want to explore the books. We want to explore the world of the books. We want to look at what's going on story-wise and writing craft-wise, but also historically and craft-wise. And really, we want this just to be a chat with friends over tea about some of our favorite books. Today, we are drinking lavender cream. And hopefully the goal with that is we will have a different team that will team we'll have a different tea that we drink every time. So you'll get to if you want to, you can drink along with us. Different tea every time. At least we're not committing to a different whiskey every time. The way there you go. Our friends over his podcast. We also don't. The quality of tea will vary. Um, (laughs) That's it for sure. It's PG tips. So, um, feel, you know, so you guys can feel more, more than welcome to drink along with us. Uh, and then something I am really excited, just a little on the Tamora Pierce news is, uh, you actually told me about this as it was in talks or the movies for, for a TV series, right? Yes. I don't have that article in front of me, but Tammy's been in talks back and forth on producing books. You know, everyone's posting their dream cast on YouTube. Um, but hopefully with the prevalence of Game of Thrones, with The Witcher, 
with these, um, what's the other one? The Magicians, seems like. They've got a decent budget. Um, that one of these kind of streaming type services will make this into a legit TV show. Yeah, because I think it would be awesome. And I think it would be something that would be wonderful to share. And of course, they'll have to skew ages and stuff like that for today's audiences. But um, it won't it, be perfect. It never will be. Yeah. But I mean, with so I have a film background. And that's one of the things you always have to look at is you can't necessarily always compare like I want a direct comparison for the books to the movies because that's not how life works. Like, well, like it, nothing BBC, translates the same. <laughs> BBC did that with Narnia and we all laughed at the beaver suits. So I'm going to go with the um, oh gosh, who did Narnia? The new ones. They're great. I don't know. Disney was part of those. Was it Paramount? No. It's with a W. I want to say Wild on Media, but that's a character from the Kell books. <laughs> um, but the Narnia, Narnia movies are a great example of a really good movie. The original. Well, and The Witch and the Wardrobe. That maintains the spirit of the book um, while altering some details for film. Now they were not able to continue on that wonderful, glorious Walden Media. Walden Media made them. There you go. Um, they didn't continue perfectly on that trajectory, but we're hoping for something in those lines uh, with some excellent talent or maybe even an animated. That'd or, be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. So I'm super excited for all of that. Okay. Hopefully it gets made. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. It will get made. There is no hopefully it will. <laughs> as long as there is an outcry, the so they will So join us in throwing everyone that Tamara Pierce is the goat and everybody wants mm-hmm. more Tamara Pierce out there. Also, let's tell Tamara Pierce's um, merch company that we need more merch because right now I have a Kel hoodie and that's about it. Yeah. What's up with that? First of all, I didn't even know there was merch. And so I was thoroughly shocked and impressed when I did find out there was merch. But there needs to be more of it because this is just a mild side of ridiculous. So, Caitlin, what are some of the things that you actually... I've talked about what I like about the books and, you know, the fandom and things like that. What are what are some of the things that you like about it um, that kind of brought you in? And, like, I know you said it, you, it's helped you, like, as you've gone through school and moves and stuff like that. But, like, there's got to be more than just the books, right? Uh, yeah, so... My first, like, foray into the world of the internet was on these Tamara Pierce forums, Steel Sings. It was the best name. It's one of the dragons in the Dane books. And there were all these little, like, chat forums going on where people would talk about the books and they'd post their fan art. Man, I would spend hours just scrolling through the fan art and uh, fan comics. Oh, there were some really funny comics. And what else did we have going on? There were some RPGs. Does anyone remember the Marshmallow Wars? Yeah, I was there. (laughs) Um, So there was like Marshmallow Wars and then like legit RPGs going on and uh, my high school boyfriend would play on those, but I didn't think I was allowed to because again, rather conservative parents. So um, I just remember that being a big part of of my high school experience and not feeling so alone because I was in a very small town, very conservative town, and I always felt like the odd person out. And going online and meeting other fans I felt like, hey, there's other people who are out there who are weird the way I'm weird, and maybe it's not so weird to be like this after all. Yeah, that's awesome. I never... So I... Weirdly enough, my mom actually works with computers. She is a computer programmer, but I was never allowed to be on computers. Like, it was it was this really odd thing. Um, 
So it's because she knew all the bad that was on them. So she was like, no, you can't do that. My parents were just like, don't tell anyone your name and age. Also, we only have 10 hours of free dial-up a month. So there's your limit. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, We actually, so what me and my friends used to do is we used to have journals where we would like, it was basically old school fan fiction because we used to write our own stories of Dane and Kel and Alana. And we would just pass them back and forth to each other. So you had one class period to write as much as you possibly could until you saw the next person. And then the moment you saw the next person, you had to pass it over and then they had I'm to continue so on. yeah that, so that was how we that was how i like we shared in that community and stuff like that and it was it was fun um but i mean it was it got it gets kind of boring hearing from the same three people sometimes <laughs> like you're like oh this is a repeat of what we already read but uh well that doesn't really change when you watch tv either so <laughs> um there was one fanfic i remember reading and my, na- my age was so wrong on that board because I was like, I can't tell anyone that I'm 14, so I'm going to tell them I'm 21, because <laughs> that makes sense. And she was writing this really cool story about these boys, and I think they could turn into ravens, and I don't remember if there was like these four guys in a cave, and ravens were involved somewhere. And so then Maggie Stevatar's The Raven Boys came out, and I'm like, was this Maggie Stevatar that I was interacting with as a child? And then I read The Raven Boys, and it turns out to be a little too far on my scary factor. So I just read the first one. Um, but yeah, it's not the same book. But if you were the one writing the, the story with the guys in the cave, and I think they turned into ravens, I don't remember exactly. I told you that I would call them boys instead of men because they were younger. And I was really like your age. And I'd love to read that again, so message us. So ultimately, we want this to be a welcoming space. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts. Um, So you can find us on Facebook, on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, and email, because we're old school like that. Uh, Look for us under Mad mages of the air i'm gonna get this on facebook instagram and twitter first person to message us and tell us which page we got mages of the air from gets a prize i don't know what it is yet maybe we'll draw them something write a little fanfic you get a prize i'll make sure it happens tracy's over here looking at me like what have you just promised basically (laughs) (laughs) and notice she promised not me (laughs) (laughs) we look forward to hearing from you we will see you next time Mm mm-hmm on mages of the air. We need a catchy thing like Wizard On, like Potterless has. Alright, if you can think of some kind of uh, outro, outro for outro. us, holler, or else you We're just keep getting to hear really bad ones. Um, if you liked us, don't forget to leave a review on your local podcasting site, preferably iTunes. iTunes Five star reviews are always the best, and we will read them on air. Yes. No, only the five-star ones. Only it has five to be stars. a five-star one. Um, but those actually really do help. Uh, they help people know who we are, where we are, and kind of help build our community here. So please leave a review, find us on social media, and look forward to hearing from you.